be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Tonight we got a little bit of a surprise and we're going to have uh, Sister Diver going to do our devotional for us. Uh, come on, give her a hand clap as she comes. She's going to do about a 15 or 20 minute devotional for us as we prepare to go into prayer. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'll try to keep it short. So good evening, first of all, and uh, uh, welcome to our second second day of consecration week and our topic for today is evangelism yesterday we talked about and prayed about in healing deliverance uh, in our relationships and bodies and uh, you know because we need help and but today our focus is on evangelism on the lost souls so uh, when i think or i think when most of us think about evangelism the main words that comes to our mind is the great commission Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to all the creation. You know, and when I re personally, honestly, if I, when I hear that verse with the Great Commission, I, I know it applies to all of us, to, it applies to me, it applies to you, it, uh, to all of us. But I, when I read that verse and I hear it, I have a lot of uneasy feelings. You know, I'm not sure about you, but I'm talking about from myself. I may be afraid, I may feel that I don't know how to do it, I may feel that I'm not, I may not want to do it, I may not want to go and talk to everyone. You see what I'm saying? There can be a lot of reasons. Or I can be a feel, a fear of rejection, I may be concerned what other people will think about me, I may be busy, I may be, if, if we can, each of us can come up with a dozen of reasons to explain and to kind of justify why we are sometimes shying away of the opportunities preach the gospel the way we should. So, but I, I hope I can help, help us all out a little bit in this regard because uh, I'm so thankful that God is so good. God knows that I need help in this regard, this to fulfill the Great Commission. God knows that we all need help. That's what we are here for. That's what the topic is of this week is help. Lord, help us. We need help. Lord, so I'm so grateful that God is in his ultimate wisdom and sovereignty. He provided promise. Before he instituted the command, this ultimate commission, he gave us the promise. The command, but also that it, the promise attached to the command. And let's go to the words, of the, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Our key text for today are Matthew 4, verses 18 through 20. It's a very familiar passage. Uh, Matthew 4, verses 18 through 20. And it reads, And walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they immediately left their nets and followed him. Today I want to focus on the verse 17, 19, um, on that there's command at, with a promise attached. It says, follow me, that's a command. And the promise follows, and I will make you. I will make you fishers of men. 
He knows that we cannot save anybody. He knows that I cannot reach anybody for Christ in my own power. I don't know how, I am not even able to, even if I knew how. He knows that we need help. So God in his awesome wisdom, he, he says, follow me and I will teach you. I will show you how. I will mold you. I will shape you. I will transform you. I will equip you. I will prepare you. I will make you to become fishers of men like I am fish of men. You will be fish of men. But only on one condition. I will do all that and much more on one condition. If you follow me, that's all you need to do. Follow me. Follow me. Go in my footsteps. Be in close proximity. Watch what I do. Be where I am. Go where I am. Do what I do. Do what I tell you to do. Obey my commandments. Follow me. If you do that, I'll do the rest. Most of the promises in the Bible are conditional. There is promise, but it is our part to do. This is one of those conditional promises. We have a part to play. If we want to become fishers of men, there is our part to play. Follow me. Follow Jesus. How do we, what does it mean? What does it mean, you may ask, legitimate question, what does it mean to follow Jesus? We know there were t multitudes, there were, there were crowds following Jesus, almost day and night. He, he tried to get rid of them, and he, he had hard time to get away from crowds. There were so many followers. But we know that not all of them, only a very limited amount, at the end became actual preachers, fishers of men, evangelists, those who won souls for Christ. So there is a difference, there is a certain following Jesus has in mind here. Because a lot of people follow for their own selfish agenda. They, some wanted to be very hungry, just wanted their stomachs filled. Some needed healing, some needed deliverance. Some just wanted to hear the new preacher on the block, you know, just to hear the, was, they, they went with the crowd because that was a popular thing to do. Or they were, they were f for different reasons. But wherever, where the, but in, and none, none of them are bad in themselves, you know. But the the the, the difference was that a lot of people, when they got what they wanted, they turned back, turned away. They they went back to the old way, to the old life, to the old jobs, to the old self, without giving God opportunity to change them, transform them, and mold them, and conform them, and do the work in them that God potentially could have done. So, so we need con that con when Jesus says, follow me, he's talking about the lifelong, lifelong journey of discipleship. He called Peter, he called Andrew, he called James, he, he called all the tw 12 and many more disciples, follow me on a journey, lifelong journey, and I will make you. Sooner or later, it may take some years, but at the end, I will make you. That's as sure as a, as a rock promise that we can stand on. That if we follow him, if we do what he wants us to do, if we, if we 
if he just following his footsteps, if he obey his commandments, if he obey his, if he obey his word, he will make us fishers of men. So what does it what does the true true that following implies? In I am I am in my opinion, you know, from what I understand the Bible, it will require some sacrifice. It will require some drastic life change. Some drastic changes in our life. When we look at this particular passage that we, we, we've just read, the Peter and, Peter and Andrew, his brother, you know, they had to drop, leave their nets behind, leave their boats behind, leave their business. They had a business, fishing business. That's their livelihood. That's all they knew. That's what they're alive, basically. They left their bi fishing business. They left their families. Peter was married at the time. They left it for, to follow Jesus. It was a, a big sacrifice. They put all their faith, all their trust in Jesus. They left what they knew and went to the unknown. They left their comfort zone and went into something they were completely unfamiliar with, completely trusting Jesus, that he is will faithful to fulfill what he has promised. Amen? So my challenge, my challenge for, for us all today is if we, we are not, find ourselves not very successful in the men fishing business, if you will, because if we would, this, this place would be overflowing. Uh, this was, <laughs> you know, I, I say what, what, what I see, so the, I don't think we are that successful. I think we need help. We really desperately need God's help to teach us, to make us those successful fishers of men. We may be throwing a lot of bait. We may be doing this and that, but we are not that successful. So we really need his help. So we really need him to, to teach us wo where where's the fish is, what fish we need to, 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 <laughs> to where are the fish biting and what bait to use and et cetera, et cetera. I'm not a very good fisher. I'm, I don't have any experience whatsoever in fishing actual, but from what I know, there is, a, there, is a there is a basically a science. You have to know what you are doing or else you are not going to catch anything. You may have the best intents in the world. You may have the best rod in the world or the best net, but if you don't know where the fish is biting, you're probably not going to catch anything. So that's, that's the little uh, fact that I know. So we need God. You, if you know the story when uh, uh, Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus told Peter to cast the net, and Peter said, <laughs> So if a carpenter, <laughs> you know, he didn't say, but he, I'm pretty sure if he's like me, he probably thought, what, what, what does a carpenter know about fishing? I've been fishing the whole night and didn't caught anything. You know, but, 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 but I admire Peter that he listened. He did obey. He said, okay, uh, but as, because you say that, I'll try. I'll cast a net. You know, and he he casted a net during the daytime and there was the least possibility in the least possible place where, where the fish might bite in the fisherman, professional fisherman's opinion. 
and he caught multitudes of fish, the nets started tearing. That's what Jesus can do. Just that's what he promised to do through us. If we just trust, if we just trust, if we just follow his instructions, his commandments. Amen. So I, I just, my, my, what I have on my heart and uh, uh, encouragement for all of us to allow today Holy Spirit to examine, to search our hearts, to search our hearts and show us if there is how we are following. I know we are all answered Jesus' call to follow him because otherwise we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be sacrificing our time to fast and pray if we wouldn't have followed Jesus to be his disciples. I know that's all of our desire, to follow him, to know him, to be like him. But let us examine how we are following him. Are we following him come with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our strength? Is our focus undivided or we are following Jesus and following something else? If we are maybe following Jesus one day and following something else other day. You know, how, if, how we are following Jesus? Are we running after him or we have some weights, weights dangling on our feet? Something weighing us down, something distracting us. Some sin may be distracting us and keeping us in bondage, preventing us to run after him freely. How we are following him? Are we full-heartedly doing it? Are we free from any baggage, unnecessary baggage? So that's what I, 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 I want to pray today, encourage all of us to examine our hearts, how we're following Jesus. Are we allowing him fully? Are we submitted fully? Did we, are we really surrendered fully like we sang in the song, I surrender all? Did we really surrender all? That's a big question mark. For me personally. Because ultimately that's what it takes. So let's examine our hearts and make some, some tough, tough decisions. Because this is called consecration. Consecration week. Let's consecrate. Let's really do it not for just one week, but for the rest of our life. I surrender all. Amen to follow Jesus for the rest of my life with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my heart. Amen. So that, that's, that's, that's the word for today. And uh, so let, let us pray and the, this, the microphone will be here. If you, have, if, you, if you have a prayer, you can come and pray freely. If you, if you want to pray, because we'll be praying for our community, for our, we can pray for our loved ones, we can pray for our relatives, for the lost souls, we really need to, to pray for the heart that God would fill our hearts with His love for the lost souls. That we would cry, cry for, for our community, cry for those lost souls like Jesus cried for Jerusalem. He wept. He wept. Let us pray. Dear God, Lord, thank you for your word, Lord. And thank you for your promise, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you didn't just give a command and left us to figure it out on our own how to do it. Lord, thank you, Lord, that you gave the promise that if we follow you, Lord, you will make us fishers of men, Lord.
Thank you, Lord, that you sent your Holy Spirit, Lord, to empower us and equip us, Lord. And you said that we will be, be witnesses unto you, Lord, in Jerusalem and Samaria, wherever to the ends of the world, wherever we go, that we will be. Again, that's a promise. Lord, that's your promise that you gave, that we will be witnesses, your witnesses, Lord, unto you, Lord. Lord, Lord, we may... I, I I'm just can speak for myself, Lord. I may have seen a little bit, a little, a little of that. I've experienced, I testified, I know what it feels like, but I want so much more. And I know that you can do so much more. And you have for us so much more than we, we have seen in the past, Lord. Lord, and we want to do our part, Lord. Lord, we want to do our part, Lord, so you can fulfill your part. You're side of your promise, Lord. Because you're faithful, you're truthful, God. Hallelujah. Your promises are yes and amen. And we can, we can, we can, there's a 100% guarantee that you're going to fulfill it. Hallelujah. If we fulfill our part, Lord. Help us, Lord. Just my prayer that you search our hearts today. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Holy Spirit, speak to us, Lord. Just show us the areas which are not completely surrendered to you to, today, Lord. And help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us to surrender them, Lord. Help us to give up, give up certain things, Lord, that are keep holding us back, Lord. Help us surrender, Lord, certain things that keep us bound, Lord. Lord, help us surrender, Lord, certain things that keep us distracted from, from complete focus unto you, Lord. Help us surrender, Lord, give up certain areas, Lord, that are completely unnecessary, Lord, that are just this extra baggage that keeps weighing us down, Lord, and prevents us, prevents us and hinders us from running freely after you, Lord. Lord, show those areas and help us. Help us do our part, Lord. Help us surrender it all, Lord. Surrender it all. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So you can then take over, Lord, and mold us and, and transform us into your image, Lord. As we do our part, that you can do your part, Lord. Lord, I pray that you fill our hearts, Lord. Change our hearts, Lord. Lord, break our hearts, Lord. Lord, break our hearts, Lord. Give us that, take away this heart of stone, Lord. And give us a sensitive, loving, kind heart, Lord. Take away the heart that doesn't feel the pain of the hurting and the lost. It is insensitive, Lord, and we, we, we can pass by somebody without even a thought without even without any feeling anything Lord when your heart is breaking Lord give us that your heart Lord give us a heart after your heart